0: This is Father Patrick bykowskis broadcasting from St. Dominic Priory in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to a very abbreviated version of Frank Friar Friday. I don't have an episode today, but I wanted to at least check in with you to let you know that I hope you will tune in next week. It's just been one of those weeks where it's been a combination of following the Chicago White Sox and... More importantly, just sort of having not maybe a writer's block, but a just talking block. I had been had been trying to set up some interviews and nothing panned out. And I haven't finished my homily yet for Sunday because I did that one week and I actually got a nice response. I just used this time to reflect on the upcoming readings for the week, but I'm not done with that either. And so I have no excuse at all other than to tell you that i really don't have anything except this uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna just reflect on a few moments about uh, charlotte scarcelli if you are from saint thomas aquinas the catholic center at purdue and in west lafayette or lafayette maybe from one of the other parishes you might know charlotte who had been a long time member of St. Tom's and before I get too far and just a little bit of a reflection I want to offer this prayer for Charlotte and for all who mourn if there's anyone else who has lost anyone uh, recently this prayer for mourners Lord God you are attentive to the voice of our pleading let us find in your son comfort in our sadness certainty in our doubt and courage to live through this hour make our faith strong Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, I have a long acquaintance with Charlotte. I first met her in 2004 when I came to St. Tom's and to Purdue as a student brother. And when we have student brothers at St. Tom's for their pastoral year, they have a preaching team. I think usually it's around four or five people, and they would evaluate the the student brother when they would preach. Now, I was very blessed. Bishop Higgy allowed me to preach every week. Now, of course, they didn't evaluate every every preaching, but it was a you know, they took it very seriously, and maybe Charlotte more than anyone else. And I remember getting comments from that team and finding in them great wisdom and suggestions that I still use to this day. And I think that and I, I mean I didn't do this to impress them, but there was times when I was preaching on Saturday and then on one of the Sunday Masses, just the way the schedule was going, and I would meet with them, usually uh, right after the preaching. And if it was a Saturday night, and I was still pre- preaching the next day, I there was a, I remember a couple times changing my homily based on their suggestions. So I really appreciated what Charlotte uh, did for me in that respect. But you know, I don't know if people realized how much Charlotte did for our church, for the St. Tom's church in particular. You know, I I mean, honestly, she could be a a little prickly, but she really cared about St. Tom's. And if there was uh, a planning meeting, whether it be strategic planning or just something like our, our state of the parish talks that I would do, town hall meetings, if there were speakers, if we were having an Aquinas lecture or a Dorothy Day lecture or any of the things that the Aquinas uh, Foundation uh, sponsored, boy, Charlotte was there and she was prepared to ask questions and good, thoughtful questions. I never knew her as a teacher. You know, she taught taught in the language department at Purdue for, for many years. Mary Margaret Foreman was telling me that she had had worked with Charlotte for quite a long time. You could see the teacher in her and the patience that I think she demonstrated, maybe, you know, I I, I regret, maybe I didn't have a lot of patience with her sometimes, but I, I, I certainly, I would say that was more characteristic of my earlier relationship with Charlotte. And she taught me patience and she taught me how to really give back to your church. You know, uh, one of the things, and you know, these are not the things that she would try to, to uh, do to, to attract attention, but she was, she was one of the most welcoming people that we probably had at St. Tom's. She would not fail if she was at Mass. And she met some. She would she would be she'd have her eye out, and she saw somebody that she didn't recognize. She would go up to them and uh, introduce herself, and then she'd let me know. So and so is from and from uh, Cupertino, California. and They're visiting here for the first time, and and so I would make sure that I uh, uh, introduced myself and and welcomed them as well. She. Uh, Cared about our student brothers. She, I always re- recommended to to the student brothers th- th- about you know having a team, and uh, they usually did put Charlotte on. Uh, and, you know the other thing that I remember about her is that boy, when it came to the Easter vigil, you better not think about. It reading that 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 third reading from the from the book of Exodus because that was Charlotte's and I don't know who will get to do it as well as she did and also on the Feast of the Pentecost we didn't do it every year just because there were some complications I think especially my last year because of COVID but she always wanted to do the uh, we would do the reading the gospel reading in different languages and she wanted to participate in that I'm going to close uh, today with just some thoughts about my last message from her. I checked. Uh, it was in March. And I, I, I regret that I hadn't followed up. I thought about her a, a couple of times in the last few months and just just didn't get around to reaching out to her. Because I would, I would hear from her very irregularly, but, she would send me. Typically, it was it would be something that uh, she had read. Often, uh, a reflection of uh, Sister Joan Chittister, uh, and we we both admired her. She would send me recommendations for books. But the last email I got from her was in March. She was remembering my birthday, and suggesting another couple books and very. Touching to me to read, back, read that now, and talked about how um, how much she missed me, and I certainly miss her. You know, she she was. We don't know exactly when she died. She was at, uh, she was alone, and she was in lo- alone for several days before someone found her uh, her body. So, um, pray pray for her, and remember in this reading that this weekend we're going to hear about the rich man and he walked away from Jesus after Jesus said to sell all you had, give it to the poor and come and follow me. Charlotte may not have had a lot as far as material wealth is concerned, but everything she had uh, that she could give, you know, the, the, the little children's babies caps that she would knit for uh, newborn infants and the the, the, the generosity that Of her time that she would provide to to students and parishioners. That's what we're all called to do. It doesn't matter how much money we have, we give of ourselves. So Charlotte, I'm sure you're in in heaven right now with all the angels and saints and your own parents and uh, I know you are awfully, awfully proud of your children and uh, we pray for them as well and for the entire St. Tom's community. And for her special friends that she was particularly close to, Pat Coonley, Joan Capper, Zelda Fly. Of course, uh, Charlotte was active in the the Racial Justice Committee. Um, And uh, Laurie and Kevin Sweeney. I I had some very nice dinners with that group uh, over the years. I miss you all. God bless you, and uh, I'll see you next week.